0: Things Unexplained, hosted by Doctor Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer.
1: Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves.
0: I've never planned out hardly anything in my whole life. So I just free balled.
1: Featuring Cajun Man.
0: Uh, I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody.
1: Hello, hello.
0: How's it going?
1: explained ones out there. That was some new fun music.
0: You know, I think (laughs) Mr. Larry has a definite future in the news, though, if he ever decided to switch careers.
1: I know. I can just see him in his suit and tie now, walking in with some leather shoes and announcing some things.
0: He would fit right in. He's certainly a great voiceover man, that's for sure.
1: He is, that is for sure. Well, we are coming at you guys today with some fun, unexplained news, some updates to the monolith craze, a few other little stories to get you thinking and get us talking this morning. So it's me, CJ Derringer. Smitty Neves is out educating young minds once again, doing his part. He gone. Yeah. And uh, and I've got Dr. Mounts aka Tim here with me this morning.
0: Or doc, I, I've kind of got that on a few social media places, but no, it's great great to be here. I'm pretty excited. This is our first unexplained news episode.
1: Yes. You know what's so fun about these podcasts is that, you know, we're recording it, it's Thursday morning. And uh, that's our reality, but people are going to listen to this whenever it's convenient to them. So they might be hearing me say good morning while they're climbing into bed.
0: That's right. Either way, I think it's okay, but I think we have some brand new monolith news, don't we?
1: Yes, we do. So a couple of days ago, you sent me this article that yet another monolith had popped up in southeastern Turkey, which I thought the monolith craze was over. Quite honestly, I hadn't thought about it in a few weeks. Made me wonder, all right, were these people working so hard on their craft and hoping that the monolith craze would stick around? <laughs> and then suddenly they were like, well, we'll just go ahead and stick it out there anyways. Why not? <laughs> so it's an archaeological excavation site, and there's actually a temple there that predates Stonehenge by thousands of years. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty big deal. It's actually what d- the um, site of a of a show now. Intercom. Oh,
0: I did see that a Netflix show, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about the Netflix show either, but I have to check it out. But what I did notice, unlike the other monoliths that we know of, this one was guarded by armed military.
1: Yeah. So, what was your first thought when you saw that there were armed military guards?
0: My first thought was. Oh snap! Go outside, look up. Kind of like the scene from uh, the UFO movie with Will Smith Independence Day, where he's oh, you know their yeah. family's just waking up, right? He's in the kitchen doing some dishes. He goes outside, you know, he's reading the newspaper or something. And he's walking out. No, he's drinking his coffee. Coffee. He's walking outside to get the newspaper. He's completely unaware that all his neighbors are staring up into space at just this behemoth of a spacecraft in the air. He's just totally oblivious, right, until finally it dawns on him. Wait a minute. Something's off here. So it was kind of like an old snap moment, like, get ready. Something's about to go down.
1: Yeah. So it didn't deter, deter anybody, though. I watched these little videos of all these little kids flocking into the monolith. There's these armed guards standing around it and all of these tiny children are running around taking pictures and running past the guards and being silly and taking their own videos and people traveled long distances to go and check it out. And apparently it was, it was put up in the middle of the night and all these people came to look at it and five days later or so it was taken down um, with a little myth- mystery behind it. Uh, But it did have a saying on it. Did you look that up? Did you see that saying at all?
0: I did see the saying. It was something like, look up to the sky, go to the moon.
1: Close. (laughs) Look (laughs) up at the sky, see the moon. But I like go to the moon better, personally. If I were engraving it, I would have gone a little deeper than look up at the sky, see the moon. That sounds a little like caveman to me, to be honest. Right. (laughs) It it
0: definitely has a 2001, a Space Odyssey vibe. (laughs) But go to the moon is certainly a, a worthy, you know, goal, ambition. Sure, yeah, apparently it didn't, it didn't right, say I that.
1: Mean, it said see the moon.
0: Right. Because we all know, let's face it, Turkey ain't going to the moon. I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> well
0: I think I, I we're safe to lay that out there right now. Turkey ain't going to the moon anytime <laughs> I mean, soon. They
1: might they might argue that. But I think I would have said and they should have hired me for this obviously, but look up at the sky the future the moon that's like ancient history people are going to mars
0: well i mean mean, maybe it's ancient history i don't and to be fair i don't think we've had any people at mars just yet
1: well no but they are exploring (laughs) mars they're putting rovers on mars they're traveling to mars to see if they can colonize mars
0: we have apparently had some robots on mars so yeah this apparently was Just a big publicity stunt for Turkey's new space program. Yes. Proud of Turkey for launching that space program. No pun intended.
1: That you think they're not going to get to the moon. Um, So, yes, it did come out. The president himself did this big announcement. He even had a picture of the monolith behind him as he made the announcement. And... He said those words exactly, look up at the sky, see the moon. He was very, very proud of himself. And talking about his plan to to further their space exploration program.
0: Well, it worked on many levels. Not only did they get a lot more tourists at their site and coming in to see the monolith, but they got the entire world to pay attention to their space program. And I liked what he said. He said that, all the young people around me, and I could just picture all these college interns in the Turkish political movement, they said these monoliths, they were kind of a thing and we, you know, we should build a monolith and, and we did it. That's what happened and it was great.
1: Yes. <laughs> he, was, he kind of was like a proud grandpa. Like, Yeah. Well, you know, my grandchildren, they had this great idea. They're keeping up with the times with that TikTok and that YouTube. <laughs> so we built this monolith.
0: It was pretty great. I, at least they did let local officials in on the news. Yeah. And so I, I thought that was pretty spectacular. But again, I think it
1: was a fun, yeah, fun way to put a spin on the monolith craze and use it to their advantage.
0: Oh, yeah. But if Turkey lands a person on the moon, I definitely will come back on here and admit that I was wrong.
1: Yeah. You know, there's, uh, did you see that ad during the Super Bowl where they are trying to sell tickets, basically, for. Non astronauts to travel to outer space,
0: oh, I saw it now, let's be clear oh, about something though. I'm glad you brought that up monologue time. here we go, oh boy, so I'm glad you said that because at first glance, you do think they want to send somebody to outer space, right
1: right yeah, that's how it, and I, I googled
0: know. it. It is some billionaires that want to you know take some people up. First of all, is Richard are you going? He might be. He might be. It might be Branson, okay. but it's definitely some yeah. billionaires. It's technically Earth orbit, right? And one could argue. Well, they're going to Earth orbit now, and one could certainly argue. Is or debate is that outer space? Is that even space? I would actually argue no. It's certainly not outer space. I think if you're in outer space, you're not in Earth's orbit. You're not in anybody's orbit. Does that make sense?
1: If I had the money, I'd do it. Can you imagine seeing the Earth from that view?
0: Well, maybe. So what I'm trying to say, Liz, let's circle back to the conspiracy <laughs> here. They're not going to outer space, okay? They're going to float up into in Earth's orbit somewhere. So let's not fool ourselves by thinking they are leaving Earth's atmosphere into the void, into the cosmic radiation of outer space. They are not doing that. Let's not trick ourselves into thinking they're going to the moon. They are not doing that. Now, I do have a question for you, CJ. These billionaires, if they could colonize the moon, if they could establish a base there, do you think they would?
1: If they could commercialize it. Like if they could put a resort on the moon and they could charge tons of money to go there, absolutely, people will do anything to make money. Hence the let's go orbit the Earth. I would do it. I mean, think about that. Oh, I could take a cruise down to Mexico, or I could orbit the Earth. I'm gonna do that one.
0: Now, now I want to give you something to. I want (laughs) to give everybody something to ponder here. We've got these billionaires, who have limitless resources at their fingertips. They have the greatest technology ever, right? Like just exponentially growing every five minutes. These billionaires literally cannot put a person on the moon. Limitless resources, all the money at their uh, at their fingertips they could possibly need for anything, and they cannot put a person on the moon but in the 60s the american government somehow threw together a ragtagged program to fly people to the moon and back
1: i think you're gonna just makes you think
0: just makes you think right
1: i think you're going to eat your words in your lifetime i think you are going to see unbelievable developments in the next two decades
0: it does make you wonder though i mean richard branson
1: he can't go to the moon Have you seen the Tesla rocket that can land, go up and come back down and land on a launch pad? Within like, have you seen this? This is mind blowing. If you have not watched this video, you need to go watch it. Tesla launched these rockets into, I don't know how far they went up, so I'm not gonna even speculate. But then they came back down and landed exactly where they wanted them to which basically was Elon Musk trying to develop reusable rockets, reusable well, spacecraft. I mean, it was, it is one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen in my life. To,
0: to me, it's just interesting that the same folks who run the DMV somehow threw together a rocket, got some folks to the moon in the <laughs> 60s. Richard Branson, billionaire extraordinaire with all the t- technology and resources at his disposal that you could possibly ask for he ain't he can't do it but the dmv oh, folks well, they're the they're uh, they're getting up there they're launching people it. you know they're hopping around and planting flags and saying I next you know yeah. line up here to get your driver's license
1: i don't know that richard branson can't do it i think he probably can do it he's just trying to figure out what the benefit would be to him how would it benefit him in any way. He's very much an entrepreneur trying to make money. How does it benefit him to put a person on the moon?
0: He ain't going to the moon. We'll come <laughs> back with an update when Richard Branson makes it to the moon, folks. Okay. <laughs> All right, CJ, you ready for a few other unexplained yes. news stories? Yep. So I just picked out some of my favorites. You know, we don't really do politics on the show. We don't really do religion things like this but every day is chock full of unexplained news if you know where to look so headline this is this is pretty breaking news here let me pull this up animals we just finished up with super bowl sunny sunday i want to say a special congratulations to a few creatures here gambit the seal congratulations from riverbank zoo south carolina Marie the Elephant from the Honolulu Zoo. Sid the Wolverine from Zoo Montana. Shani the Honey Badger from Naples Zoo, Florida. And the celebrity of them all, the beloved Hippo Fiona from the Cincinnati Zoo, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as did I, to win the Super Bowl.
1: (laughs) Did they now?
0: Technically, I was, okay, I'll be honest, they did. Congratulations to those animals. They proved their worth. Technically, I was stuck in Wanda's hexa bubble back in the 80s and predicted the Cowboys would win. I was also right because that did happen as well. (laughs) But congratulations to those animals for successfully picking our Super Bowl winner. Very good. Did you
1: see the celebration? the the water parade as it were for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Did you see any of this?
0: I did not see that. What happened?
1: Oh man. Okay. So Tom Brady had a few too many beverages. We'll say that, which is kind of fun to see him not be perfect. And he threw the trophy.
0: Awesome. <laughs> this <is> so great.
1: <laughs> He's on one boat. And he throws the trophy to another boat where Rob Gronkowski Perfectly catches it. I mean,
0: who does that? Well, I will say that was one of my favorite commercials from the Super Bowl when they call each other Tom and Gronk, and the reception is really bad. And next thing you know, Gronk thinks Tom is asking him to come out of retirement and play for Tampa Bay. That was one of the funnier ones. What? I
1: didn't see that one. I missed it. Yeah, so they're talking
0: on the phone. I can't recall exactly how it went, but the reception was terrible. Right. And Gronk, his message got came across to Tom Brady like, "Yeah, you should just leave the Patriots and go to another team, something like that." Even though that he was saying something more like, "You should just retire and call it quits," you know. And Tom's <laughs> Tom's sentence came across like, "You should come out of retirement and join me." And then that's what happened, of course. So that was one of the oh, funniest commercials. That's
1: so funny. No, I didn't see that at all. Honestly, after I saw the space one, I was like, psh, gone. I had to. I had to hone in on that. So, Also, headline. I will say, I had my daughters with me watching the Super Bowl, and I had to have my remote, like, ready to turn the TV off every few minutes because most of the commercials were amazing. But almost every commercial break, CBS would air just some awful, twisted murder-and-death commercial that my poor little girls were like, what is happening? I had to turn the TV off so many times. So I could have missed it in one of those moments.
0: It's possible. I know what you mean. Because my son, I'm just, I'm not sure he should know that much about the Claire Reese series oh, about to right? start. I mean, holy moly. Even
1: how many commercials were there for that?
0: I'm a big fan of Silence of the Lambs, but during the Super Bowl, this is a little extreme here.
1: Yeah, so CBS, do us do better for us next time.
0: Yep. But again, congratulations yeah, thank you, thank you. to the animals and myself for nailing the Super Bowl prediction. I, I did I was a little regretful though about one thing. So I really wanted to get in on some prop bet action for the Super Bowl. I had already won my NFL playoffs pick 'em, by the way. But I really wanted to get in some on oh, some prop bets. And the one I was most interested in, because there were so many variables and factors, was this. Will the opening kickoff be returned?
1: Oh.
0: I really wanted in on that one, and my answer was yes. It, that's what I was going to pick. And and there were so many variables, like who wins the toss, what do they decide to do with the toss. The Chiefs that's kicker fine. has one of the biggest l- legs in the league. He normally kicks it out of the back of the end zone, but people are pumped up for the Super Bowl. But you know, the little factoid that made me really want to go in on it was I found out that as soon as the kickoff is over, they take that ball and send it to Canton to the Hall of Fame. So really? it's So it's like not as – it doesn't fly as good as the other footballs. It's Why? like a little – I don't know. It's like not – it's different somehow.
1: Hmm. Interesting. But I missed I would out. Say you're pretty proud of your knowing that Tampa Bay was going to win, but like it was a 50-50 chance. If you guessed it wrong, you would have just needed one more guess to get it right.
0: Not according so to Vegas.
1: We're going to just <laughs> let that one be what it may.
0: Until the all Cowboy right, we're right, we're Nation rises again. Well, yeah. breaking news. Indiana sp- uh, cops spotted a UFO cluster so a pair of cops in indiana were left scratching their heads in the last week or two and they followed this ufo cluster actually for quite a while and they took a video of it that video interestingly used to be available but guess what i clicked on the video this morning to watch it again on youtube and i've seen it once already it's gone not there oh boy can't watch the UFO mm-hmm. video anymore. But the police, they actually did follow them for quite a while until they came to a river and they couldn't couldn't follow it anymore. They were filming it. Reliable witnesses once again to a UFO incident. But that's it. The video's gone.
1: No theories? No theories other than UFO.
0: There's no theories, but the police officer said, "My partner, I definitely le- felt uneasy after seeing the lights, and they they mm-hmm. thought it was something. But what will remain a mystery for now."
1: Yeah, did you see that one in Hawaii recently? Maybe you sent me that video. Oh, I, I saw it. Crazy Hawaii story. All, so many people got video of, and then it like dove into the ocean at one point.
0: Yep, it involved a U.S.O. Unidentified submersible object.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: But you know what? This ties right into our next story headline February 1st. So this is not too long ago. Cyclist in England claims he encountered a telepathic praying mantis alien. <laughs> hey, that's what's so funny.
1: On that. The details. Yeah, well,
0: So this, actually, the incident happened quite a while back, but the witness only just now came forward because he just now got brave enough, but he did spot a UFO in the sky. He fled the scene, but the UFO came closer and out popped at least a seven-foot-tall creature with a triangular head and big, oval, black eyes. He said it had all the features of a mantis but stood on two legs, and somehow had a human-like shape to it.
1: And what He's, made it telepathic?
0: Well, he said his fear was replaced with completely alien thoughts of utter hatred and evil that I felt projected from this thing. So it was sending him chilling messages. In his mind, of course. So
1: intriguing
0: prey and aliens they could yes. be here they could be
1: hmm.
0: well in other news there <laughs> <laughs> you know some people do think there are a lot of different alien species and it makes right. sense mathematically speaking there are bound to be other alien races out there mathematically speaking there could be infinitely many other alien races so why not giant humanoid praying mantis telepathic evil aliens?
1: Why not? That's my life mod- motto. Why not?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: And <laughs> well,
0: other breaking news, the mystery of the Nasca. is it Nazca Lines or Nasca Lines? Do you know about the Nasca Lines, CJ?
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Well, these are the famous lines in Peru. So they were only recently discovered. They're ancient, ancient sites. But only when people were able to take flight and fly over Peru did they discover that these paths at these ancient sites actually made gigantic shapes, like animals and people and different things, aliens.
1: I'm sorry, were you saying lines or lions?
0: Lines, L-I-N-E-S.
1: Okay, sometimes I have to have you clarify these things.
0: Right, so for a long time they knew there were these paths in Peru, but it was only until modern man flew aircraft over these sites that they could see. These are actually gigantic drawings, if you will, of animals and different things.
1: Yeah, you can see why I thought you said lions. Okay, that's super cool. So what is the story?
0: So the story is scientists now think... They have solved the problem. One of the greatest discoveries in the world of archaeology at an international level. They believe that it was actually a complex system of channels for the irrigation of vast extensions of the desert, a pre Inca technology already known as water harvesting. Wow.
1: This is mind blowing. I love this kind of stuff.
0: Exactly. Everything
1: now, we're able to do.
0: That's right, but you do have to wonder, and the scientists still wonder, why exactly they had these various shapes of and animal depictions going on? They don't I'm know. I'm sure
1: that they, I'm sure, just like the ancient Greeks and the ancient Romans, had all, had all of these different symbols and gods and what have you, I'm sure that they worshipped animals for different reasons, or maybe they matched some sort of astrological constellation in the sky, or... there's a reason for it, and it's probably more spiritual than anything else, I would think.
0: Yep, that's right. But
1: that's incredible. Think about how different our lives are. I mean, today, we can do so many things, right? You can write books, and you can be a professor, and you can do a podcast, and you can be a dad, and you can play sports. I mean, if you lived then, you dug tunnels. Like, every day, sun up to sun down, you dug tunnels. And that's it. That was your whole life.
0: Yeah, but I do uh, interestingly. Okay with it. Oh yeah, for sure. I interestingly, I feel like the ancient cultures back then though actually knew more about certain things than we do. They were actually more open-minded.
1: They definitely knew more about limited things, right? Like they would study the sky and stare at the sky and have deeper, more thoughtful conversations about few things whereas we have such a mass influx of information and media and technology that we all know a little about a lot i I think it's rare these days to find somebody who is like a true true expert in the one thing that they do those people are valuable
0: oh yeah definitely so breaking news a new this is one of the most famous unexplained mysteries of all time definitely a favorite of mine A new study about the Diatlov Pass incident (laughs) supports a particular theory that has been out there for a while. CJ, do you recall the Diatlov Pass incident?
1: Is this where? um, No. (laughs) (laughs) So it has to do with Bigfoot.
0: Probably yes. So in 1959, some nine hikers. In Russia's Ural Mountains went out for a hike, set their tents up, never came back. Their bodies were discovered naked outside their ripped open tents, which were ripped open from the inside, interestingly. And like I said, discovered naked on the mountainside. Fire the Etloff Pass incident. Fire ants, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> it was pretty cold. That's the thing. It was freezing <laughs> It's kind of like a Siberia type of area, so solid snow, super cold. But the new study apparently supports the, I'm actually quite disappointed in this, the avalanche theory. But I'm not buying it. So, of course, hi, one hi. Of the, hmm? well, one of the mundane theories says that an avalanche overtook them. They tried to escape it. Perhaps they could hear it coming, something along that, right? They tried to escape, or it buried them in their tents, and they tried to dig their way out, um, and there you go. But No, you know,
1: why would they take their clothes off?
0: Well, that's true, and some of the bodies actually had, for example, their tongues missing.
1: Yeah. That Avalanche
0: does not quite... Support that,
1: right? Unless, like, they were dead and some animal came and ate their tongues. But why would an animal eat just their tongues?
0: Well, maybe they were easy to get to. I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. Of course, my pop, my favorite theory still says Yeti, right? Yeti did it, Yeti scared also them. The
1: most logical, I it mean, is the and most I logical, but logical. I mean, Yeti is more logical than an avalanche, unless, I mean, all of the variables, maybe they were all happened to be sleeping naked (laughs) in a tent (laughs) and got buried, and then somehow some vulture came along and ate their tongues. I don't know about that.
0: Well, there is actually another theory that I like a lot, I think it's very plausible. It ties into mysterious lights that were being seen at the time. Now, you could put this off on UFOs, which is certainly fine. But there was also a lot of top-secret military rocket things mm-hmm. happening. And so one theory definitely suggests that they saw something they should not have seen. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a military rocket did land somewhere around them, and the military, the Russian military, couldn't let them get out of there.
1: Yeah. Covered it up. so They couldn't speak.
0: Right. Well, they try could have tried to make it look, you know, like who knows what the military wanted it to look like. So I think that's but very also, plausible, too.
1: if we have the technology to see, to determine that their tent was ripped from the inside out, that an avalanche covered them, don't you think they'd also be able to determine how they lost their tongues? Like if their tongues were severed, that would be apparent i would think
0: i think you're probably right but with the 1959 russian officials tell us the true story
1: right. that's true
0: who knows about that now yeah. breaking news so that's the law of i love that story i uh, would love to do a show on it hopefully we will soon but other breaking news this story headline close to my heart here headline mississippi mine and smitty's Base of operations for quite a long time. Smitty's still there. Family plagued by haunted baby carriage.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Sure enough, yes. we are actively working on getting these folks on the show. But a family of Mississippi claims that their home has been was plagued by unsettling paranormal activity ever since they received a vintage baby carriage, which... They now think of course is haunted. They got the carriage for Christmas and a lot of spooky things started happening. Shortly after they brought it in, all kinds of weird things, knocking sounds, I, I think they were seeing people ghosts, booming thuds in the night. They're like, "Nope. We got to get rid of this thing. Put it in the garage, put it up for sale on Facebook Marketplace." I don't know if I told you this, but I actually tried to acquire this baby <laughs> carriage for the show for the all things unexplained Paranormal Museum
1: <laughs>
0: and I, p- I reached out to a seller, so I found what looked exactly like the baby carriage it was for sale in the same area of Mississippi. what are the odds right? but the lady actually wanted double the price that the article said I read a hundred i mean I read sixty five dollars. This lady had it for sale for 130, I think. So I reached out to her. I said, "You know, is this the is this the haunted baby carriage?" I was like, "What is this woman going to think?" And she messaged me back, said, "No, this is not the haunted baby carriage, but it is just like it." Hmm. I said, "No, sorry, I wanted the haunted one. Sorry, yeah,
1: I want the one you that's <laughs> going to destroy my life. You could send me that one. That you can, ki-
0: you can keep." This, the creepy-looking carriage you're selling. <laughs> it is
1: creepy-looking. So did somebody gift them this for Christmas?
0: They did gift it to them for Christmas, but comes to it's find out...
1: Best practical
0: joke ever. Well, but come to find out, they discovered that the f- father uh, in the original story of the baby carriage died in an auto accident or something uh. like that. Right, and I'm not sure what happened... To the daughter, so. Okay. Yeah. Weird stuff. Hopefully, we'll have yeah, these folks to on the show. Dig
1: deeper. We need to dig deeper into that one.
0: Speaking of digging deeper, a Pakistani airline crew recently spotted Foo Fighters oh. out the window. Of course, this brings really? to mind. This is Headline January 26,
1: 2021.
0: Wow. This brings back to mind, of course, our first four episodes ever. Yeah. About Mr. Billy, who told us about Foo Fighters. Yeah. Who had his own series of UFO encounters. There's a very interesting video that goes with this. What's so interesting is the crew was 35,000 feet off the coast of the country near the city of Karachi. The pilot had just begun to turn the airliner as part of its normal routine when he noticed a brilliant white round object above and to the right. There is video of this.
1: Did he see it on radar or with the naked eye?
0: Saw it with the naked eye. I think it was radar confirmed. Let's see. Yep, here's the video. I think I can play a little bit of it perhaps but if they somebody hasn't taken it down But warning well I can't get it to pull up not oh wait maybe <laughs> No that's not the video that's the volcanic rock sports cookie monster face
1: Oh yes you know I love that <laughs> one That's my favorite of all time
0: (laughs) I don't know about that one tell me about that one
1: (laughs) well this is what's so great this will give you insight to those that are listening to my personality and to Tim's personality and to Smitty's personality we're constantly sharing things with each other me much less so than everybody else And I get all of the weirdest things you could ever imagine from Tim and some from Smitty. And the only thing I've shared in a long time is that this geologist was out and he found this perfectly round slash oval rock and decided to cut it open and see what's inside. And please do yourself a favor and Google this. Just Google Cookie Monster Rock. When he cut it open, it looked exactly like the face of Cookie Monster. It's brilliant. I want it. It made my day. I had so much joy with that. Oh, I love it.
0: If we could acquire that and the baby carriage for the All Things Unexplained Paranormal Museum. I mean, start selling <laughs> I, the tickets now. We are going to have to
1: um, donate a lot of money on Patreon in order for us to acquire that rock because I believe somebody had already offered $10,000 for it. Wow yeah well, I was right
0: so I actually did find the audio of the pilots witnessing the Foo Fighters outside their cockpit now let's listen in out, uh, and then we'll discuss it it's not a no no this is not a balloon this is not an, name an, name an name aircraft I so keep making the video keep making the video I am
1: the I I understood that.
0: Yep. It's moving no? it's moving, it's moving. And so. Excuse the language, some language in there. But that's to me, is what makes it so authentic, is their reactions.
1: I'm, they're speaking two different languages, which I find very fascinating. Yes. if They under, they all own that phrase. Um, <laughs> intriguing. I'm going to have to look up, I'm going to have to find that video.
0: But lucky for us, and of course, you know, back, back to, it all circles back, right, back to the monolith. Back to the giant praying mantis alien, here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> something's happening. We just got so, yeah, to pay attention. So, breaking news. I'll leave it that billionaires still can't get to the moon. What can you do? But uh, anyway, moving on. Breaking news. Headline: CJ. Speaking of billionaires, entrepreneur Robert Bigelow has launched a new campaign. He's offering up $1 million in cool cash to anybody with. with there you go. So all you have to do for $1 million is submit proof of the afterlife.
1: Oh, this is intriguing.
0: That's right. So Robert Bigelow, again, circling back here. It's all connected, folks. The president of Bigelow Aerospace is well-known in UFO circles for his many initiatives aimed at solving the mystery of the UFO phenomenon and the afterlife phenomenon, as well as other matters of high strangeness, including the bizarre happenings reported at Skinwalker Ranch. He now hopes his considerable fortune can answer one of humanity's greatest questions of all, is there an afterlife?
1: I love this. So we don't talk religion on the show, and we're not going to go into that. But I do love that question, and I think it has generated some of the most incredible discussion and thought in our history. One of my favorite books was Origins by Dan Brown, where they discuss the possibility of the afterlife a lot.
0: Love it. such a fascinating
1: book. book. So good. Um, goodness. And we will go
0: into religion on the show. I shouldn't say we don't go into religion. We almost certainly don't go into politics. But Smitty is a religious expert. I might be. I'm just not a preacher. And uh, honestly, religion and the paranormal and everything unexplained, it really is all tied together. It is. That's my belief. I think it's all interconnected. It's – what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's it's just all flows together. And so right. you can't I mean, have one without the other.
1: Everybody's for what, el- what else, right? What else is out there? What else exists? What lies beyond?
0: So the short, the moral of this story, the short moral, Robert Bigelow's vast fortune cannot get him to the moon, so he's going to try something easier and <laughs> pr- it's proven <laughs> the afterlife. All right. Hmm.
1: Hold on. I want to dive into something. If, can I, do you have more stories?
0: Only a few more here.
1: Okay. Can but we dive in. Time?
0: We can let's save them for see, next let's time. Do
1: another, another show and cover some more. Do you know what one of the most searched topics is? Most searched questions, I should say, is on the internet right now?
0: Is there an afterlife?
1: maybe (laughs) that could be number one this one was number three Um, it is what is Bitcoin what is Bitcoin is one of the top searched questions right now and if you've been paying attention to the news at all you would have seen that Elon Musk and Tesla just purchased 1.5 billion dollars worth of Bitcoin
0: I did see that
1: They're going to start accepting Bitcoin as payment, and I think there's a whole world of unexplained things happening in the Bitcoin realm. It was created by someone. They say nobody controls it. The buyers, the owners of Bitcoin control it, but it was created by someone. Somebody is managing these databases. Somebody is managing where the money goes, where the Bitcoin goes. I feel like there's a whole episode that we could do on Bitcoin. But what I love, I do love that Elon Musk, he just leads the charge on everything right now, right? He just dives in head first and says this is going to be what's next and everybody follows, right? Yep. Elon Musk says so, so it's going to happen. So now the cost of Bitcoin is skyrocketing.
0: Cue the X-Files theme song. So should yeah. we invest the all things unexplained Investment money today in Bitcoin and GameStop. (laughs) Let's
1: do it. If it's good enough for Elon Musk, it's good enough for me.
0: I think GameStop is tradable again now, so we can jump back in on that.
1: (laughs) Uh, That was a fun, also scary story. Everything that went down with the the GameStop.
0: Oh, yeah, and outrageous, by the way.
1: So outrageous, yeah. But I I do want to do an episode on Bitcoin because, number one, I want to learn more about it. Number two, I think that there are lots of people out there that want to learn more about it. Number three, I think that there's a lot that's unexplained.
0: Oh, definitely. That would be a good episode to have a guest. Maybe we can find a Bitcoin expert out there.
1: Yeah. And I have a friend in mind who's a mutual friend of ours. You're not it, buddy. Okay. we know you're thinking (laughs) you're the expert. (laughs) We're not bringing you on the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's all our news for today, right, CJ?
1: Yes. Yeah, I think let's save a couple of those headlines for next time. We'll circle back around and get some more unexplained news out to our listeners.
0: We do have another WandaVision recap coming up, maybe Sunday night.
1: Okay. Okay. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to spend the next few days trying to prove the afterlife because mama could use a million bucks.
0: Be careful how you try to prove that. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of hedge my bets on that sort of thing, you know, because I I grew up religious, so I kind of like to say, well, if I'm wrong and there's no afterlife, no big deal, right? But if you're wrong... And there is an afterlife, but you ain't going. You got some problems. <laughs> so I, best to just head your bets, in my opinion, on that sort of thing.
1: I think there's a lot of people who are on that train with you.
0: But wait a minute. This should make me double up my efforts to acquire the baby carriage because that could be the ticket to the million dollars.
1: Yes. I mean, think of it. It's an investment of sixty-five. <laughs> For a payoff of a million.
0: (laughs) That will be available in the All Things Unexplained Museum, which we can fully fund with the $1 million prize.
1: That will turn into Bitcoin.
0: And then we'll get to go to the moon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we hope to see you all there.
0: Because the rocket will be powered by Bitcoin.
1: (laughs) That's how that works, right? It's a fuel source.
0: Yeah, it's just like the thing on the (laughs) DeLorean when they go back to the future. Just shove garbage in there, bitcoins, whatever.
1: There you go. Yeah. Perfect.
0: We're ready to go. Now we just need a sports almanac.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so go look up Tom Brady throwing the trophy to Rob Gronkowski. If you're listening, go look up the Cookie Monster gemstone. Look up these Foo Fighters in Pakistan. All sorts of things to get people thinking today. Yep.
0: Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Head over to allthings-unexplained to check out all our shows and social media sites. CJ, I enjoyed it.
1: Yes, me too. Thanks for listening. This has been All Things Unexplained.